Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. Oh, hi, Wushu. Oh my gosh, it's the cutest. I'm not going to edit this out because it's adorable. My dog jumped up and just put his little head on my shoulder as I was recording this. Can you hear him sniffing? Um, okay. Ow. <laughs> okay. That's enough. Um, well, I w- am very excited for this episode because, um, I know Valentine's Day is not like a big holiday, but you don't really, you've got to keep yourself occupied in quarantine. And traditionally it's been, you know, almost like a, quite an annoying holiday. But what I've always loved about podcasts hosted by couples is that it always feels to me like mom and dad getting along. I've said this before. I've said this to guests on the pod who have couple podcasts, including Ryan Beck, Atsuko Katsuka. Listen to their podcast. They're great. Julia Rodsey and Will Miles. Anyways, I don't have a couple's podcast. I don't ever plan on making one, but I did decide to do a special Valentine's Day episode, and that's what you're listening to. Um, I decided to, for one week, turn my podcast into a couple's podcast where I'm baby and mommy and daddy are getting along. Okay, that's not meant to sound like it. <laughs> not to kink shame, but I really don't mean that in a kinky way. I really just mean that in this the happiest playing house when your kids way. I asked two of my uh, favorite comedians, couples, power couple, I don't know, what do you call them? Power couples, is that outdated? I love this couple and I love them individually. They're both guests who I wanted to have on my pod anyways. Um, They live in New York City, so obviously um, now that I'm allowed to, uh, not that I wasn't before, wow, I really, let's stay on track, Teresa, focus. Now that I can do Zoom interviews, the whole, uh, you know, world is my oyster when it comes to booking comedians who don't live in LA. So I decided to get them both on. Yes, I'm a greedy little piggy. I have got Martin Abrano and Kelsey Kane on the pod today. They're both so, so funny. They've been together, I believe, five years. Um, They're both hilarious comedians in their own right and so fun to talk to as a couple. Um, So I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. Um, I, yeah, I just truly love talking to them and just sort of hearing their points of view and also how they talk through differences in points of view. Um, Before we get to the episode, I do want to make a couple quick announcements. That's right. I am still doing my OnlyFans. That experiment I started in December, still going. I'm actually having a lot of fun making um, very (laughs) emotional content for you guys. So if you like this podcast, chances are you'll probably like my OnlyFans. It's, um, I call it my emotional glory hall because truly it's where I get more in depth about like trauma and I write poetry. Not None of it is meant to be good. I just need to say that. If you're looking for a poet to like, you know, make you cry, it's not me. But what I love about it is that I feel like everybody writes sort of like on their own when they're sad and then they bury it deep inside because they don't want anyone to see it um, for reasons that is because it's cringy. And I am not exempt from this group. Um, A lot of my poems are very cringy. But in the spirit of just like connecting and like kind of getting it out there so I can move on. If you pay for it, you can watch it. That's sort of the deal. So onlyfans.com slash Teresa Lee. Um, all of my kind of like sad sack diary shit uh, where I talk about my trauma and whatever. Things that I feel are very healthy and healing for me, but probably not super funny to overload my main accounts with um, will go on my OnlyFans. So follow me there, Teresa Lee, uh, on OnlyFans. And um what else did I want to say? Oh, yes, especially for Val- Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. What am I? An intern at Jimmy Fallon? 
Valentine's Day, I am doing 14 days of love poems. So today is day 10. Um, so I have 10 poems up there. If you join now, you can watch them all. And uh, four more to go. And I w will be hosting a live reading of uh, excerpt of James Joyce's Dirty Letters to Nora um, sometime this week as well. I need to figure out what time is best for you guys. I wake up at fucking 5 a.m. Um, but yeah, join my OnlyFans. I'm going to be doing some fun things because it's, it's a weird, it's a weird time to be in quarantine and Valentine's Day always brings up a lot of emotions for people. And so for me, I'm just kind of having fun with it. Um, and I did get that new app clubhouse. I don't know how it works. I've been told it's like a radio station for people's brains, which sounds very much my shit. So I guess if you're on it, follow me and let me know if you want to hang out on clubhouse, I barely know how it works. But I do think it might be a better um, forum than Discord. I love Discord, but you know, the few of you who actually join my Discord, I love talking to you. It doesn't seem to be as native or intuitive to most of the listeners of this pod. Um, I'm not canceling my Discord, but um, I'm just trying to find a way to connect to like a larger group of you because I don't, why don't you email me? What do you guys like to use? Or do you just like to listen and not? Because I know there's a lot of you who listen and don't reach out and that's fine, but like, I'm just trying to be accessible. So if you want to email me, tell me anything pod at gmail.com. Follow me at Larissa T on Twitter and Instagram. And um, there is finally some new news uh, that I will actually be able to announce in March um, having to do with this podcast. And spoiler alert, I don't think I'm canceling it. Uh, <laughs> I know I keep saying I am, but there will be changes in a good way. Um, and I believe reaching a wider audience. So I can't wait to share that with you. Um, and that's it. I hope you enjoy this pod. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Bye. You can tell her. You can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. All right. I'm Ready? happy to be a follower. We are sheep. I get to follow so few people, you know? It's very nice to get to follow. I trust you. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to start. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. This is me, Daddy T. You know me, uh, Teresa Lee. This is You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where comedians confess something they want to get off their chest. I am very excited for my guests today. Yes, that's right. You heard guests with an S. This is a special Valentine's Day episode. I know nobody asks for Valentine's Day specials, but I love talking to couples. I feel like I've said this before, but it feels like um, when mom and dad get along and I love it. So I've invited a power comedy couple onto this podcast. They are both very, very funny. Um, I will introduce them both. Uh, the host of Who Wants 269 and um, oh, it is Martin Urbano and uh, a Rizzo power couple, a writer and creator and also uh, creator of the character Penis CK and so many other funner things. Kelsey Kane, what's up? Sorry, I wrote hey, both of your us. things in two separate lines, and then I started reading them together, and then I messed it up. But hello, thanks for being Nailed on the it. show. I love this. When you perfect. when you said it was a Valentine's Day episode, I was like, "How oh, is it Valentine's Day?" It's right around the corner. <laughs> it's like it's I like January to do things stuff. early. I'm a Virgo moon, so I like to be uh, prepared. Um, I no no. I was like truly. I did, I know it's February. Or <laughs> today's the third ish something like that <laughs> and then it's on the 14th i'm a taurus I what just, does that mean and how do i know if i got a moon or not um everyone has a moon um and okay. i'm a virgo should we break yeah. up 
You're a Virgo also? This is a, I'm a Virgo. Yeah. Are you a Virgo? Podcast. Did you just say that? No, Virgo. I'm a Virgo moon. No, I, I, I get so much black for talking about astrology that I really shouldn't. But uh, the short awesome. version Why? is... No, because I confess, about it, I, I, confess I, like it. I know nothing about astrology. <laughs> yeah, we don't know because anything. Because I talk about so it just in a like serious it. way, like not seriously. Like I make fun of myself because I know the stereotype of LA girls who like astrology, but also I like do know a little bit more about like the astronomy of it. You and know so what? what? Yeah. We don't know the stereotype, so if you could just tell us what the stereotype <laughs> is, that'd be great. Maybe do That's like a, a little character for well, us. Well, I feel that a lot of people think. Um, astrology is very like feminine but in that a lot of men think that it's stupid you know what i mean like that's depending on how oh, you like view. sports yeah. <laughs> like what sports is for boys yeah like having not washing your hair girls. so that your team might win the playoffs that kind of thing um but it's Sh- not stupid oh superstition <laughs> that kind of oh, okay. makes yeah. you feel but if you good, have a penis it's not you... stupid um so right. that's how that works oh i think sports are uh, like right so which is dumb. what everyone says i hope i oh. i'm not thinking that your audience is super <laughs> into sports i think sports is so dumb it's like i so think funny everything for anybody is... who likes sports hey i'll watch it with you and i'll root for whoever i like that watch it was very important for me when I when I was like I'm dating I didn't want someone who mm. liked sports very much oh, like really? I was fine if they liked it like a little bit and me so personally like I love sports, sports. <laughs> this is so I love it with football what you got badminton That's I love it. sports <laughs> It just took me a long time to realize I didn't even know the rules to sports. Like, I didn't realize. I was like, I don't know why I don't have any interest. And it's like, I don't even know, like, conceptually what they're doing. Well, I learned right away that people love when you're watching sports with them to if you ask questions yeah yeah they it's love the good to guy, talk who's about the bad guy you gotta ask those kinds of questions um when right. do they kiss so, you know things like that i think astrology <laughs> is no dumber than sports um and and good for you for, thank you i, think I will say okay for the I record nice I, interest. for the record i think everything's a little dumb um because i do like sports and astrology but i also don't take it how dare of- you like sports <laughs> is this even my podcast <laughs> but I, what's happening but i will say to be fair take it back um okay you know what um i feel like this is bisexual slander and i cannot take this um, <laughs> <laughs> well okay I, this is i already really like this dynamic but i do like to start with a good confession and i thought it would be fun for our audience to get to know you since there's two of you and you're dating to confess something good about each other. So it's sort of like a humble brag. You can use it as a way to like hype each other up. But um, usually people, so like, yeah, just something I nice. say something good about Kelsey to her or I say something yeah. good or about to myself us, to her. To all of us. What's like a, uh, Mark uh, Teresa, can you just give me an example? Like oh, sure. what would you, what's something that you would say? Um, Are you I'll, can't think of a single nice thing to say to I'll, me to the point you're well, asking her was, what an example no, no, is of a nice thing? This is, I thought it was... Okay, wait. No, I'll give you one. It's generally it's, it's I just t- tell people to start with a positive thing because sometimes it goes dark. But I actually have one today, so this will be a good way to lead by example. Because yesterday, Martin, as you know, I did your show, and I was slightly late because I was trying to drop off uh, flowers at my boyfriend's place because it was Aww. our anniversary. But we don't hang out on the weekends. Valentine's he works. Day. That's well, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pre-recorded. Um, but I've never had a one-year anniversary, so I just like didn't know I was supposed to do something, and then I was like, oh, I want to get him flowers. But then I thought he didn't do anything. And then today I checked my mail and uh, I just haven't checked it in a week. And he sent me a love letter. And I was like, and I was honestly very impressed that he didn't break the surprise because when I didn't say anything, I think he was like, I just I'll just wait till she sees it. Like however long that takes. 
that's my good confession. I like uh, that. I like that he wrote a nice you a letter. Thing. Yeah, that's I, nice. I okay. don't think you have to do anything for <laughs> anniversaries. I am I very think that's needy. That's so I. Yeah. <laughs> we've been we still we've been together over five years. We're still celebrating our month anniversary. Yes. Is that weird? That's Martin's funny. always like telling me that we have it have a, a specific anniversary, and <laughs> he's al- he's always telling me he has the same birthday every year, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll see when that comes. Well, okay, so. I'll start it with I we, we were watching The Walking Dead and I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and uh, we got to the character of Negan who's a big character that people you know he has a bat everybody loves it. Are you familiar with The Walking Dead? Are you a I, deadhead? I didn't watch it but I'm familiar with there was a twist with Negan I remember. Negan yeah yeah the, that character is the one that people know. He's and, hot uh, though so you can watch him for a while. He's he cool. Is fun and, to look at. And so I started Jeffrey doing. Dean Morgan. Uh, like an impression of him because I'm just uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like playing uh-huh. this villain and he's just like having so much fun with it and I just think it's like a fun voice so I started doing the voice and Kelsey would just kind of be like scared do the <laughs> voice like, he's a, okay holy shit if it ain't Carl the badass so that's one that I've been that's working on that's a very on. good impression okay but this character is a character who is just a murderer oh so he's scary <laughs> So, so he's, he's just a murderer. He kills a beloved character. And he's very organized. He's a very organized several. murderer. He's like can collect people to like follow him to murder wow. and so to like leader. torture people. A genocide. And leader. so Martin really clung on to that in his soul. He <laughs> I really like identified. I like doing it. Anyway, so I thought I got sad that I wasn't allowed to do my scary impression with the person I've been, you know, stuck in a in a place with for a year. <laughs> But then I told him it was a good impression. I said it was good. <laughs> I said it personally is scary to have a murderer be at coming at me all the time. And I would come at her, and that's my fault. I would grab a bat, and I would come at her. He also maybe does I Seth Rogen, and that is very fine. I'm fine with that. I would easily hmm. date Seth Rogen, so it's know. not. It was Rogen. not a big deal. I can only do Negan, but anyway. So she gets. Uh, so I'm gathering that you guys can make good conversation. Is what I'm gathering is the good confession here <laughs> <laughs> close close so she gets uh I, I get i get my christmas present she, you know it takes a, a little bit of time to get christmas here. always comes at the same time every year too it's like what is this who's done this and what she gets me is a little funko pop of oh Negan. my gosh that's so cute oh i like see what a, that was a great twist because you really i didn't know where you're going with that and you have a prop in your hand I, I'm a prop comic. Uh, uh, <laughs> really really tied it together. Our, for our prop comic. That's very cute. But that just made me very happy. It felt like a ringing endorsement of of uh, understanding of where Aww. I come from with my with my enjoyment That's and my like of, of that character. Um, and, and it was really nice. That's really and that sweet. just happened very recently. So that's fresh in my mind. I love it. Kelsey, and what about you? And that's something that you like about me is that I got you a gift. Hey, uh, we're not judging confessions <laughs> here. That's okay. It's just I something that makes like you happy. That, <laughs> Teresa's was like a gift related thing so that's kind of what sparked it in me and you I, said let's that... get to the bad confessions I got tons okay. <laughs> you said that I could go dark <laughs> you know really the good confession is usually confession. like a one line happy thing just to like kind of start on a light note but you know I guess if you want to go dark you can but <laughs> um you know, uh, just say yeah you know since Martin did it I think it'd be nice Kelsey if you also have a good confession <laughs> It would be nice. 
It would. Oh, boy. It's fascinating because I feel like I talk to you both individually, but never together. But knowing your comedy styles, I just can tell that you guys make each other laugh all the time, which is really nice. I wish. I wish. <laughs> we, we just I, don't talk all day, and then we slot an hour for mm-hmm. ourselves to just talk, like to do our our stand up basically we for call an hour. It fun sporadic conversation. And if the other it's person scheduled. starts to talk, we say stop heckling, and then we finish our hour. Wow! 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 wow. Is it? Um. D- well, okay. On a serious note, though, because I do sometimes feel like you know when you're on stage all the time, I, I definitely cry a lot to my boyfriend and I'm like, I bet you didn't know how much crying would be involved dating a comedian. But I do think like, because you guys understand like the other side of life that's not just on stage, is it like, are you guys each other's like confidants where you're like, I'm gonna let out all my emotions or are you kind of generally just like a jolly, jolly person? I'm just happy I don't have to give Martin a compliment. <laughs> I know we did. We're gonna circle back to it. <laughs> it's a good confession. Well, I gotta hear it. It's really funny too this um, like compliment thing because it's like it's been years that I'm like if I'll okay like when you were talking about being sad mm. I'll be like Martin how come you can't give me better compliments more specific like <laughs> how really why can't why can't you just tell me the small details of my personality you just like really like and just say them all the time. <laughs> It's because I've, I've, I mean, we definitely are like pretty emotional people. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes I'll just get, have a couple of drinks and then go downstairs and then just start screaming up Stella, which is just a fun <laughs> thing we do. I'm just very emotional that way. Uh, but, uh, I've tried to give compliments when Kelsey is sad, upset and have gotten uh, very negative feedback sometimes from my compliments that it makes me scared to like say the wrong thing. And I'm definitely somebody who thinks actions speak louder mm. than words. And I think so I'm words like, okay, as speak long as louder. I can keep my actions... I'm like, you're a professional entertainer. You can't <laughs> fucking lie to me or whatever. What is this? Wow. I, don't, I have a very weird just like per, I'm like just perform and, and perform and what I think love is. Just write a script for him. And be like, I, you booked it. Just this is what you're gonna say to me tomorrow morning. It's like you are beautiful. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't memorize my lines. I'm gonna get in trouble. I have definitely been told that it is probably not fine, and I shouldn't be judging Martin's compliments so much. This is why I do this because comedians always have a hard time saying good things about themselves. And How dare you say anything negative about any comedian? I, uh, I, I know what you're People don't like to brag about themselves, which is like in the world you don't want to, but people, you're you're not the only one who gets uncomfortable doing this. But now that you're in the hot seat, I kind of want to see you push through it. Oh no, I give great compliments all <laughs> really the time. Good. She's really good. I give good at a it. wonderful, inspirational speeches <laughs> to Martin when he's down. I'm like. Have you ever like seen League of Their Own? Like I'm like you're watching like League down. of Their yeah, Own. Okay. I'm like I will pep you up. So I know I'm not giving that to this podcast, but I, I can. I understand. Okay. Well, you ready? I'll do it. I'm gonna give it to him. I'm cracking my knuckles. Can you guys hear that? I'm getting ready to give the compliment of my life. All right, Martin, no middle name Urbano. I am trying to get him to change it to Kelsey though, because I'm like Kelsey wow. Urbano would be cute. Cool. Be a middle name. Um, like Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only man Kelsey I can think of. Here's my Martin He's compliment. Man. Martin is a very kind person. <laughs> I cannot say that about very many people. That's Martin cool. is deeply, deeply kind. He cares a lot about the people in his life. He cares Aww. a lot. He wants them to be okay. 
He wants them to know he cares for them. He wants to have deep relationships with people. And his timidness in reality is like, like allotted to just certain people because you're very flamboyant Mm. on stage you're very kind with your friends behind closed doors and then when you get just like kind of in regular public you're like a little bit shy oh this is a compliment (laughs) i know this is so sweet okay because i know people can't see this but like the dynamic is it's so sweet like your faces it's very genuine like i love how martin you you like listened and you it was very nice well holy it was very nice See, now I know that's it. a compliment. <laughs> Martin told me. Martin told me the other day when we were fighting. I listen to most of the things that you say, and you're always talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but I believe it, and I stand by it. Oh my god, it. that's okay. I talk so much, and I literally like my boyfriend's not a comedian at all. And one time, I just like talked at him, and then at the end of my, I guess it really was the monologue, but I thought we were conversing. He just said, "That's a lot of thoughts." And I was like, you know what? That's a really great reply because it was like just enough to be like, I I really don't even know what to answer apart from this. But also knowing that you, sometimes communication's from, not from like that. that though. Sometimes you don't need an answer to everything. That's the thing. I felt good that, because it felt. was truthful, and I, that's what I'm seeing is like the truthful communication. Like I know it's silly to say like, oh, I'm asking for more compliments, but that's actually really hard. I feel like half the time. I mean, obviously he that's... writes jokes. He writes. <laughs> he write. He's a writer. I don't. Fake. It's all fake. But you guys it's have been together a long, to me long time. So you feelings. have to communicate, yeah. and, and and I feel like that is the have kind of to. thing that it works. It, it, it really does work. I feel like the people that are listening to this are like, she seems like unhappy or something's no. going on there. <laughs> no, because they, they listen do. to me, and I'm go. very. I'm I brought it unhappy. up. I'm oh. unhappy. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, I, I am, I don't know. Okay. I don't want to like, this isn't a couple of podcasts just to talk about your relationship, but just real quick. Cause I'm curious Damn. earlier, <laughs> earlier you said, we'll get into it, but earlier you were saying the anniversary thing and that did make me curious. So you were saying you do count it and that Kelsey, you don't like, uh, so I'm just kind of curious to explore that. Like, what do you count it from? Like, your no, first I'm, co- date, I'm comfortable guys... with it. I don't, I'm not, not counting. <laughs> But were you guys like courting or like, um, were you like dating? Like, you know, do you count from like, I'm going to be your boyfriend? This is what I've never understood because I've never been in a, well, I guess it's the first time I've I been was in a... just talking to, I, I would like to say a child, but I think she's like 20, I think she's almost 25, if I'm being honest. I think That's she's like baby, 24. Yeah. 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 Um, not that much younger than me, but her attitude was very, and she was like, but like, what are the rules for like, shouldn't you get like married and when is someone your boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you sound crazy. I'm like, what? What's wrong with you? I don't think there's rules, but I do think that two people should, should have some understanding between them. Um, 100%, just those two people, no one else. But I've I will say that is true if you've had good models of healthy relationships and if you haven't then you may fall into the trap of being manipulated which i have where like i'm like oh there's Uh, no rules this person doesn't like labels and i like them and three years later you're like oh uh, they've been telling that to a lot of different people okay great i thought we had an understanding okay that's totally a different thing yes (laughs) that is incredibly valid and horrible which also makes me go extremely the other way sometimes where i'm like we must be together and the other guy's like right at some point yeah but i 
I honestly think the girl that I was talking to might have actually suffered from similar things. Ah, and so she was like very clinging on to like, what is the, I? she really wanted me to say, she's like, well, I respect your opinion because you and Martin have been dating a long time. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it means literally nothing. It only means anything so if she's trying to date you for a long time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if she's trying to join our relationship, then yeah, it's like good. If she yeah, knows yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, how did I, how did he date you? I want to date you. I um, could really seeing her breaking us if we let her join our relationship. Yeah. How do you uh, guys, because, um, okay, we sort of, this podcast is loosely inspired by, I started going to therapy pretty late, but it, what I really found was it's just really. You're very young, late or late in life. Yeah, late You're in incredibly life. young. Oh, well, thank you. But a lot of people go when they're like, you know, I, I feel like it's like um, culturally it was kind of frowned upon in, in my family. And so it wasn't until I went yeah. to college and was in my 20s in New York that I even considered going. But then it totally changed the way I um, express myself and like kind of like deal with my own mental health because just being able to talk about things. Um, so I usually like to ask people what their like sort of experience with that is. But since you guys are a couple, like, do you guys talk to each other about um, like when you're going through anything or do you need advice or like, like, are you guys each other's confidant or do you have like a system where you, I don't know, seek that from other friends or kind of how do you guys uh, navigate that? She's definitely my, my golden girl, my friend and my confidant. <laughs> um, He's my best boy. <laughs> and uh -huh, she always that's said, a yeah, fil film uh, term. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we tell each other a lot. I mean, especially this past year, it's just like mm. also been hard to just be together all the time yeah. and feel like what you're saying is anything new or different or you're bringing something to the table so i think there's been a lot of um i mean not fights but just like mm. a little bit less of like okay i have a problem i gotta go to kelsey right away i'm like okay how are some other ways that i can figure this mm. out because i've you know, I, I'm just going to chill out and play video games for a bit. And I can just, uh, you know, maybe I'll just call my mom or my sister or something. And, and, and that'll be my, my solution. But I definitely, if I have an actual, you know, problem that I know I've, I've kind of been able to identify mm. what really does affect me and what, when something really is weighing on my mind. And of course I have to talk to Kelsey about it because she's, you know, my partner, mm -hmm. partner in crime. Yeah, the quarantine thing, it's, it's really, I feel like, been a, it's interesting year because um, it, a lot of, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have gotten, like, so much closer, but in the ways, like, we're all joking, like, oh, it sucks to be stuck with someone, but in a way, you have to almost, like, uh, heal your own traumas. <laughs> this is what I found from <laughs> being alone and talking to other people who have been alone. It's like, I guess I'm just going to operate on my myself right now and just <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> well, when you were, like, talking about mental health and stuff, there has been times in my life, mm -hmm. not during quarantine, that have been much more difficult mm. than quarantine emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so, like, at the beginning of quarantine, everyone was, like, very, very sad. And I was like, honestly, it's just nice to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I do. Yeah. And I got regular quarantine feelings like everyone else. But I have felt yeah. sadness that was sadder than. Yeah everybody canceling all the parties well some of what i think what it is is it re-triggered people like i definitely feel like a lot of ptsd yeah. came back for people in quarantine because it's just like the stimulation and the like new um experiences you might be able to escape 
fr- like just to go to the bar right. or dancing you're not having so it's just like your memories on repeat like over and over yes i might i let my thoughts go wild and it is not it's not the best well like i overthink things i mean i it's i i have always felt like a little bit of that feeling of not paranoia or whatever just like you know mm. what's that feeling where everything's going on without you or everybody's like hanging FOMO? out without you fomo, FOMO. Mm. I, I i would i would kind of get that but like now it's just like another level where it, it, and it comes in waves where i'm like is everybody like you know doing stuff without me and then i just see everybody luckily everybody's being pretty open online oh, and yeah. really open when you talk to them and stuff and everyone's just like yeah i'm having a hard time and it's like okay yeah. yeah i think everybody's feeling the same feeling but it still comes in waves and it's still i still can't help but feel like like uh, am i not doing enough or whatever because yeah i would thrive on going and get getting instant gratification every single night for <laughs> years and years and years yeah. now uh without that it's it's yeah i think that feel. probably has taken a toll on we're young like mm-hmm. as much as we've performed like it just recently became yeah. our lives you know it's like i'm sure that had a lot harder like if you're like 50 yeah you're like a 50 year old struggling comedian who's just about to make it i bet quarantine was really hard on you yeah yeah we had to figure out tiktok, TikTok. i bet you i bet they didn't <laughs> i bet they couldn't do it if well the other thing the fomo thing is interesting because i i it's interesting you said you felt it more during quarantine because i feel like i used to get that a lot especially like being in comedy there's always something going on and sometimes you just want to chill but then you're like i don't want to miss out but during quarantine, I feel like that went away for me, and yeah, I like, really liked it. Like I really liked yeah. being able to not have I like to like go to a birthday party. I didn't want to. Yeah. Go. <laughs> it wasn't about me not going; it was about the event not happening. Yeah, nobody's getting closer without me. No, I think people I, are I still potting that. up, but it, in a way where I don't feel I need to be in every pod. You know, it's like I have my own friends, and then like you can say hi to your friends, like your peripheral friends, but you don't have to be like. I don't know. There's this weird thing with, I don't know if it's like this still in New York, but I started there, but I moved away like pretty shortly after. But I remember the feeling was like, you need to be like seen at the party. Even if you're not having a meaningful interaction, it's like that you were there, like you're part of it, which I don't feel I mean, that need now, but. Um, that's like all of show business and like, you know, the, yeah, all the entertainment any, field. Anything. It's like, I mean, and that's the thing. Kelsey would feel like all, all of the FOMO that you're talking about. And, and now she's but saying I like went to away. go to things. Hmm. Like it right. was more like because I liked to go to things than that I wanted to be. There are places I wanted to be Very that true. I didn't want to be seen at, even. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I just think the it's Cowboy an interesting thing that you attend. <laughs> yeah, I mean the coup. I mean, literally after after I did Penis CK, like people's feelings towards me in the comedy world were so polarized, and then now that um it's been quarantine these people haven't seen me in like over a year it's like i'm sure they're not gonna fucking care at all uh-huh. yeah that is- me, I- i'm sure of it if you still hate me now it's like you can really hold an insane grudge <laughs> people who have strong emotions towards you in general i mean obviously it always sounds nice to be like they love me but i think that in general having a strong emotion even if it's hate it's like it's a weird bond it's like why are you obsessed with me kind of thing you know not like but you know what i mean it's like they're yeah. you're living rent free in their head in a way i know that's probably not helpful to hear because i also get really upset with trolls but in a way i'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's, I'm it's, it's odd me. behavior i could yeah. care yeah. less about trolls i think that people in comedy who have been interesting to me are people who are will willingly say things in front of me about me 
or to other people about me or on the internet, like very accessible people that I know. I'm yeah. like, that's interesting. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you don't have to see those people, but this is a good segue <laughs> to speaking about people in front of people. Ooh, do you like that transition? <laughs> a solid, perfect. solid word. <laughs> Grubhub. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, let's start with you, Kelsey, since um, let's turn the tables of um, other people saying things to you. Kelsey, is there something you'd like to tell us about Martin or tell Martin? Let's do tell Martin. Wait, I'm supposed to tell? Tell Martin tell something. Me. I'm telling, You're tell telling me Martin about something about me. Confess something to Martin. It could be about anything, but something but hopefully anything he doesn't, that you may have never said to him. It doesn't have to be like scandalous, but. I'll two, go first because I got a confession. Memory. Yeah, but yeah, have a you confession? got one. Let's go with Martin. I got a confession. Do you feel bad Kelsey, about not being able to give me better it compliments? It hurts my feelings <laughs> when you say that I don't give you good compliments. I try. I am trying my best. I try to think of the right words. I definitely uh, am trying. Like, I'm and just I, saying, like, I'm submitting I'm submitting the packet for him to be able to give me good compliments every single day. And he's just like, I don't want to fill this out. It's an Wait, I want to know more. Okay, can you give me just so an example of what you mean but i mean i kind of loosely understand this like coaching thing because i'm i literally do the same to my my boyfriend who is an engineer and i'm like i want flowers but and I it's not because i don't think he, it's like not I that want. i don't think he doesn't Flowery love me works. you know but it's it's you're right. telling him how you want to like you're telling him because you love him that you're like helping him speak your language but what where's no, it starting I, from like what I is a not something i i want like a pump up what's like, like a not good compliment like, just so we know what like oh you look really pretty i'm like yeah i know who cares that's like not what i want i know i look really pretty i tried or whatever okay so a good compliment uh -huh. is kelsey you're just intrinsic personality and just intrinsic who, who you are i have to use the word intrinsic yeah. all right and that's just like who I'm you are it. you don't have to use the word intrinsic you're taking the wrong things from this intrinsic is is what I'm with words. see it's like he's i don't want to say he's trying to fail but i have another theory <laughs> okay Sorry. well i have some i have a theory but i want to know a little bit more about this because um how when you guys first met what kelsey what was it that because this is, seems like a love language of like being complimented or specifically being seen so obviously he caught your eye when you met him. So was he different in the like? Did he like court you in a way that like made you feel that way, or like did there... he court me? Or yeah, what? Like, what I... is it that you're like comparing it to? I guess like is it a version of him, or is it something that you have seen in another? You know, like from your parents, or like, I guess like what is the model of like a good compliment? Okay, you know what I'm seeing now that I think that the word compliment isn't the right word. I want him to provide me with a stable sense that he, I think when you said our scene, that's better. I'm like, I just want uh, him to tell me I'm going to be successful every single day. Security. That's really what I want. You want to feel safe. I just like out loud want him to be like, you're going to figure it out because you're just mm. you and that's just what you do. And you're just like, so going to figure everything out and everything's just going to work out. Even when it doesn't, it really is going to work out because that's just how things work for you because you just keep going. Do you? Which I, uh -huh. I feel like that. Yes. And I feel like that. And I just am not as good at expressing it because then 
in my mind, I start getting all the caveats. Like, I, mm. I don't have a good, healthy kind yeah. of self-esteem. Uh, I think self-esteem, it's that he doesn't have that very positive own, thing. So I'm self. So, you know, it's like... like I have that for so my own like, self, and I have that for him. So I'll say both of those ah, things out loud. Interesting. She wants, like, a, you're going to be successful. Uh, you're going to be awesome. You're going to be a star. And I, I believe it with the bottom of my heart. This and, was, like, the best he's ever happens, done. I'll take it. And when that happens, it works out. But then I start getting in my own head and I'm like, because sometimes I'm going through my own feelings Mm of maybe I'm not going to make it. And maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not, maybe this isn't going to work out. And maybe this isn't important. And maybe it's not. And maybe like other things are important. And if you don't make it, don't you feel like I'm going to make it? (laughs) Well, okay. So it's like your own scale is different, right? So to you, your values, (laughs) Uh the values of what like your, your value is that that's not as important to why you like her. But Kelsey, like that's what? important why to why you like you. Why like me? Well, it's why you like you, right? You And so you want to be assured that he sees that in you because if he doesn't, then it makes you feel insecure about if, what, how much he likes you. But to him, no, that's I not the reason he likes, he likes me. You. I think this is all about me. Well, I don't think it has almost anything to do with Especially the more I learned about how unfair the I industry really is, don't. how mean people are, how the deck is stacked against people, how, you know, like... So the you're, like, I realistically start, going, yeah, but the chances... How, I mean, I, and that's what I don't want to do. Yeah, sure. But, like, I, I do it to myself in my head so it seeps out and infects what could be just a nice pep talk into being, like, but... You know, and it's and I think it goes back to kind of like how I was raised of like, you know, like I had to like fight to be a comedian, Uh like so hard for my parents. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people were just like, you know, the parents didn't approve. But were you not like were you raised like more like your parents expected a lot? Like you weren't always like participation trophy pumped up? Yeah, no, not at all. Like a very, very different vibe Mm. from that. But, you know, my parents loved me. Yeah. And I always knew that, and they always made sure I knew that, and I have I I absolutely feel it, but it's definitely like a feeling of no, you just have to be uh, be careful, be careful. That to me is mm-hmm. like my parents' like big thing. So ca- cautiousness. It's the uh, way that I, you I bring to love. the love. Um, I mean, it, essentially, I feel like people say love language, but that's kind of like um, a very like limited view of it because I think those are only limited to like words, gifts, whatever. But how you felt love and accepted love as a child does kind of equate, unless you actively change it, and you don't have to, but you guys have different definitions of love. Like to you, being supported no matter what, even if they're not telling you like you're the best and going to be great, is love. And so you're giving that to Kelsey, whereas Kelsey may have had a different model, so she may not be feeling like you're giving her the version of love. I don't know right. if that's that And, and true, I'll but... just squash right. this is if your parents gave you a pep talk <laughs> that you're going to do well in your career, how much would that make you feel good? I mean, well, but I also, I can. No, no, Martin. At the beginning of quarantine when, uh, okay, so I was doing like this competition show, this unnamed stand-up competition show. Uh And I uh, lost in the first round immediately and then got sent. And Kelsey wasn't in New York. And so I was just like, just send me back home to like my family. And I went back and then the next day it was like global pandemic, everything shut down. And everybody was saying that, like, yeah, who, who knows when live performance is going to come back and everyone's saying that. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, kind of broke down to my mom. I was like, Mom, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know mm-hmm. what to do right now. She was just like, just give up. 
<laughs> I was just like, Mom, this is not what I'm looking for. It's going to be okay. Give me a, you know, oh, your pivot. You're smart. Okay. You know? And in that, so it's like I understand. In that moment, if your mom had said, Martin, failure is just something that happens on your way to success. You have to fail. Mm, yeah, it's a part really of just cool. getting there. And I'm just so proud of you for trying. And like, no one cannot see how hard you've worked. And I just think that even though you feel so bad right now, you're going to look back on this and be like, wow, I had to go through that to get to where I'm successful because I learned so much from that experience. And, I, I, and failure is inevitable. You really should write some sides out and just have Martin practice them. I feel like they're... <laughs> <laughs> well, a deck think, of flashcards, I'd be awesome. I want something that I think all people should get and that I mm. give very freely to people that I believe in. Well, can I, I, I want to add something because as I can relate, I can relate to both of you because I've been both, I'm what you're doing, Kelsey, in your relationship. I'm like that with my boyfriend, but I grew up like how Martin is um, with my parents. And I think it, I don't know if this rings true to you, but um, part of it is if he suddenly makes the jump to this is the only way to love someone, then, and he hasn't like, reconciled the way him and his mom are then you're kind of skipping to a reality where like if this is the only way then that means mom doesn't love me so there has to be i think a gradual shift to understanding there's a nuance to it of like my mom loved me this way because these are the resources she had but i can love this way because i have new resources but if you just jump to this is the way to love period then you have to accept that every other way is wrong which does kind of change the past and how you look at it does that kind of I don't know if that kind of makes sense. That, but. that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it's it's a it's a, a process and I'm working on it. And would you say that I've stayed about the same the whole time or have I gotten like incrementally better? I'm worried to hear this answer. So maybe well, Kelsey, uh, that do you encourage him when he does it close to closer to what you want? Like, are there positive reinforcements? Like, has he given a recent compliment that was like, "Ooh, that was good. Okay, compliment is not the right okay, word. Hype, hype I up, mean, I mean, a inspirational speech that will turn around the course of your emotional core. Have you and thought that maybe he's fair. learning from you though? Person. What if what? he's? Le- have you ever thought that maybe how how like bright and positive you are, you're actually spending time with him and he's learning from you. So he's actually, you're actually like it's like symbiotic. He's remodeling it by being with you. And do you think by being with Martin, I've gotten more negative? <laughs> well, no, I think that Martin, the, I think that what Martin's talking about is he wants much? to be. <laughs> I'm just asking her. She seems to have a lot of insight. Hey, what, I, I do don't, think well, I don't know enough about your relationship to say that, but I would, I would guess no, because you seem like a very smart person who would under, if you feel that way, truly, you probably would have gotten yourself out of the situation. So I don't think so. But obviously, I don't know the details of your relationship. Aha. Uh-huh. But okay, I'll add this kind of silly example because like, when you're <laughs> saying this, it made me think of this. I have a problem with like dirty talk when it's lying, okay? Because I love to dirty talk, but like I can't, like, I'll stop myself because I will never want to be like, oh my God, your dick is so big if I know that they don't think it is because I don't want them to be like, I don't trust you and we both know. Like, do you know what I mean? So I, uh, I don't know if that's what you're talking about. And I'm not saying <laughs> this is not about anyone specific, <laughs> oh, okay. I, but I tend to like to no, be but honest I know about he, it. You I know? know he feels this way in his heart. Like I know he thinks that I'm going to be overwhelming successful and that's why he's with me. And so well, the and, point like, is like, I'm just so like, much. 
in the same way, so it's I'm like, like I wouldn't, a, a I wouldn't city. feel like he's lying to me if he was trying to hide but me. He, up. he might not have the same definition of, of success. Like in the same way, I'm like, you're the person I want to be having sex with, and I'm totally. going to be happy. But like, if I'm like, oh my god, I've never seen a dick this big, and you must be like the biggest. Like, that is when I start to go, I'm not being authentic. Whereas like authenticity, so that he's, is a, he's telling you he I've loves you no with. matter if you make it or not. And you're saying you want him to love you because you're going to make it. You know what? I think just as a professional performer who's been in a relationship with me now for five years, uh-huh. if he can't master this skill, then every once in a while he should make a PowerPoint or something. Interesting. And okay. like oh. fucking give yourself some homework All right, to like give gest- me what I'm homework. asking for. Like a gesture for. of love. I can do that. That could be, I mean, honestly. Like if it's not something that just rolls off the cuff, then like it's like, like just like try. If that Martin made you a PowerPoint and it was funny and it got specific, would you be happy about that? I would cry. I would sit there and I'd, I'd really cry. Think. I mean, that would be a good idea. I would sit there and I would cry. Sometimes I just sit there just thinking about how much I love her Aww. and then I don't say anything. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, hey, I just love sweet. her. And then I'll just give her a look and be like, that was me saying that, <laughs> you know, feeling all those feelings. So if I just took those feelings out of my head, put them into, you know, dot, dot PPX, uh, then it would be... It's uh, your love language, PPX. comedy. Yeah. Um, and then it's yeah. a way that marries both um, the compliments and the writing. I mean, I I'm think... just, I'm just think as a professional writer and performer, if you can't well, I have give... an odd relationship with performance. I have a it's odd, not, it's the same like everyone, everyone like else is odd in who, who's a performer. In a way, you know, Martin is telling you that he doesn't think of you as a job and a source of stress the way he does with his career because you Very provide true. a um, unconditional support and love. Which yeah, but not. I'm saying I think he should. <laughs> and that's one of our bigger issues. Is and I feel like there's the fact that you're communicating it means that, like, yeah, the PowerPoint thing might sound silly, but that sounds like a better solution than having the same conversation again. Well, now um, yeah. I feel like I came up with the PowerPoint, so mm. I will be like, mm, points off for originality there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a collage. Or in doing your idea, he's telling you that he actually respects your ideas. Thank you. He does all of my ideas, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> like, it's not about his actions. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, I, I, I don't know if you guys felt that this was um, effective, but I, I feel like you guys actually said a lot in here that, cha- like the details of, from just saying the compliments were specific to where you got at the end was to me like, there was growth. <laughs> I don't know if you feel that. I felt a journey. I, I feel it. And I also really um, think that some of, like, I relate to you, Kelsey. I know I'm taking Martin's side just because it's his confession, but we'll switch. But I relate to you because I'm the same. I'm literally oh, constantly we'll crying at my boyfriend. Like, I just, like, I did tell him once I wanted a love letter, and then I didn't think he would actually do it, and he did. Aww, so it, see, that's very I asked, sweet. I did ask for yeah, it. I forgot you asked about for it, it, and then yeah. he did. So it I, think it, I think it would be incredibly unreasonable to want the things that I'm wanting and not say anything about it and somehow hold him accountable for that. I feel like that's like a recipe for disaster. Um, So yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 That's really cruel. (laughs) I I think that's cruel. I I don't think maybe you'll get a PowerPoint presentation. I mean, it's gotta be a surprise. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, Kelsey, is there anything you would like to tell Martin? Um, okay. Let me think of something. Well, how about this? If I didn't know Martin and I was just like your friend, like a childhood friend or whatever, and 
running into you and you're telling me about him? Like, what's, you know, what's the first thing you say? Oh, what's, what's him? What's he like? I'd be like, this is Martin. He's my inside boyfriend. He doesn't really like outside as much as he likes inside. <laughs> oh, there's a confession there. You don't like that I uh, don't go outside as much? Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh. he's like, bugs bite him. And like, he's like... <laughs> I get mosquito bites like nobody's business. If, 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 like, if we're in the summer and we have the window open and one mosquito comes in and then we close the window and there's just one mosquito, I would get bit in the face five mm. times. Like, it's like... They seek me out. I get really allergic to bugs too. Yeah, and <laughs> what, how do you do? You ever go camping or any of that? Like, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, literally, in that I have off and deep, like right there behind me. And you still I go spray anyways, on myself though. when I go outside. <laughs> and you still go anyways, don't you? Yeah, but that's that's me being a bisexual where I do things in a weird way that doesn't make sense. I'm like, I hate spiders, but also I you love pooping in the you and being a bisexual? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I contradict Bisexuality myself. is a lot about liking spiders. Kelsey. I contradict myself a lot. No, it's not really bisexual, but I don't know. A lot of a lot of the things I like. Is that I something like people say? Is bisexual people contradict themselves a lot? Is that stereotype? It's the thing I say. Are you stereotyping yourself? It's definitely a thing I say. I don't know if anyone else says it, but it's true for me. So it might not be true for others. <laughs> I feel I'm <laughs> bisexual fair. as well, and I feel pretty confident about myself. Okay, well, and my, and yeah, I take thoughts. it back. You can cancel me, woke mob. Uh... You're canceled. <laughs> woke mob. I couldn't think of Although anything about I, Martin enough. You're, you th so he doesn't like going outside as much as you do. Yeah, but like all things, like he doesn't like going roller skating, he doesn't like going skiing, he doesn't like going swimming, he doesn't like going. I'm sorry, I didn't grow up to in the, the world beach. of white people. I don't want to ski like going... immediately. You go down grew some up slopes. on South Padre Island, on the yeah. island, on literally the beach, and I he doesn't like the beach. beach. I've I've seen it. Been One there, time done we that. went we went to the beach together in LA, and I was like, this is just such a nice day. Like we today is a day off, and he was like, I just don't want to touch the sand, and I was like. I guess I should find a new love. I guess, or I should just be fine with being alone. Look, I've I've grown a lot since then. I guess I'm just living a life of like private loneliness. Well, it's a good thing you guys can only be indoors right now. Well, no, I think okay, this is interesting because I think activities is. I mean, that is a crucial part of relationships. Obviously, you guys have figured it out, but like, to you. Like, a lot of the relationship, does it come in, like, doing activities and, like, going, like, it sounds like you're like, oh, let's I think have like, a day like, at the beach. Like, being alive, I think, is mm -hmm. doing activities and, like, doing things. And, but if like, someone was like, do you want to cozy things. up by the fire and just, like, hang out at home, just you and me? Or do you want to go to the boardwalk, like... Yes, I'm amazingly capable of watching TV for days on end. <sighs> I'm unbelievably... Variety is a spice of life, I get it. I get it. I just don't like, I definitely don't like being blamed for you not doing something. Mm. The fact I that guess I, I just wish I had too. a boyfriend who wanted to do things. Oof, do you wow. feel that you want him to do things with you though? Like if you're going to a party, is it like different if he's like, oh, you can go. Or if you're like, no, but I want to like be at a party with my boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, my dream is for the love of my life to be around me and us to be having a fun time together. And you feel like we don't? I, well, we Versus haven't been anywhere indoors, in though. years. Yeah, it's hard right now. We've been anywhere in mm. years. It's unreasonable. No, it's because Martin is very fun if he puts himself uh -huh. out there and whatnot. But also, like, um, you know, I'm a very weird person. Like, 
there have been times where like the socially ex- Martin 99% of the time does the socially acceptable thing. <laughs> I'm 50-50. Like 50% of the time I'm like not being socially acceptable. Hmm. I... So that's its own mixed bag of like I wish you would go out with me more, but also at the same time like there's a chance you take me out and I'm going to definitely hmm. take you out of your comfort zone. Interesting. So you're almost mean I mean you're meeting in the middle of like uh, you overlap in this space, but then if you go back towards your center and he goes back towards the center, you're over here. But then when you meet in the middle, it's like this perfect sweet spot. And I actually think uh, I relate to Kelsey in this one about the going out because, and I, a lot of my guy friends, and actually more comedian guy friends, because a lot of them will go out to meet girls or to like the straight ones at least, or to like hook up. And then once they're like in a relationship, they don't want to go out because they're like, I have a girlfriend. And I'm the opposite. I'm more like Kelsey, where I like to be out because I like to party. And then if I have a boyfriend, I like my boyfriend. So I want to be at the party with my boyfriend. So I understand that feeling. But I think that some people view going out for different, like they're doing it for different reasons. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Martin like well enough in the social scene to know that. But I, I'm guessing based on what you're saying, if he's shyer at home, that there's a mask that's like, not a mask like in a deceptive way, but like a, this is how I get through my social anxiety and I can kind of like relax a bit when I'm around my love. And then you're like, no, turn it on. I like it. Like, is that kind of how it feels? I, I would be fine if he was at everywhere being totally quiet and just smiling. No, you're not. And just like no, whisper to me. And yeah, just right. A get out time. of town with that. No, you want me to talk. You're always like, Martin, you haven't talked in forever. I'm like, okay, great. That's what everybody likes to then hear. You to, have to. Then you have to talk when someone has people. said that. Yeah, well, fucking that, that helps my anxiety of being like, all right, now say something. Martin, say a joke. Say something funny. What? It's just hard to date what a professional comedian who like can't. Like, well, there's a reason. Like, there's a re. I, it's my job. I want it to be. <laughs> I'm currently unemployed, but uh, you know, it's like a a business thing. I mean, I definitely can open up a lot mm. more at parties that are non what I see as work events. Uh-huh. When it's not the fucking but office I'm not Christmas even party, I'm about... like, well, even maybe Christmas party, but like uh, you know, mm. these these like social hangouts of people who I'm like, and especially in the past year before quarantine, like it was. I think I was doing. I was flying high, and then all of a sudden, I found out that there's a bunch of people who are talk- talking shit and who are oh. dicks and totally mean and totally damn I- that I just don't like. And they're gonna be at these places, and I have to fucking mm-hmm. now put on a layer of like, oh. how do I not just like get so angry or say the wrong thing, say something that's gonna because I know they're gonna talk shit about it. I know people talk. I know you know. So it made me so not want to hang out at awesome. comedy events in that same way. But I love hanging out outside of those things. Like mm. that is that that's a lot better for me. Like party, like oh, I'm, I don't really know anybody here. I only have like a couple friends. That sounds fun. That's, that's what I like. In a way, ties to what your your confession about the being like you're complimentary because you love her, but you're trying to be as honest as possible. Like you are fun, but when you're around people that you don't, not that you don't respect them, but for whatever reason they've done something that you're like, I don't know if I like like you as much for this behavior you're not going to put on the fake face which is kind of in a way no, like he very will true put on yourself. a fake face he absolutely will put uh, on a fake face i'll, I'll be neutral yeah. i'll be neutral i won't it's put just on like, a fake face and martin right. actually will well it's just like i mean i can think <laughs> of like specific so events where like this person comes up to me and i'm like dude i heard you were i don't seek it out but i heard mm. you were fucking talking shit about kelsey 
and then now one we guy, have to fucking like, talk to him and then like, Kelsey comes in and is like I don't know who this guy is and I'm just like I'm just like boiling but I'm also like not so angry because I'm like I don't know he's just like a guy and the fact that he's like coming up to me to talk means that he just like is everyone's just figuring things out and then I kind of mm. get I get mad at my own anger and I get sad at my own anger and so it's just like mm. I have like all these mixed feelings and it's just like so much sometimes well, I just we're talking like, about like very relax. specific comedy Events. related social yeah. anxiety and i didn't bring up any of that i didn't say like i want to go to like, comedy events you know what? Okay, so wait, 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 i'm going to interject because what martin just said about the specific feeling of being angry but then keeping it in because it's like his own struggle that is the kind of specific wording to me that feels like very true description of how he feels that i know it's not a compliment in the way that you're talking of hyping up but I see that as a way of like him showing love because he's like, I care about you so much. And this makes me so upset that this person would talk about you. But also, I don't want to embarrass you. And also, it's just a guy like that right now. I just feel like he expressed something about the way he feels about you. I have never doubted even for one second <laughs> how much Martin like. I, again, the compliment thing but I'm has saying you guys have different nothing ways. to do with Martin. It's for me. I'm not saying it's that you doubt it. I'm just saying that you have different ways of expressing it. Like the way that you... Like, him keeping his anger and having all these feelings is a form of his expression of love. And your expression of love is wanting him to be around all the time because you love him and you want to show him off. Or, like, you know, whatever. But it's... it's no, I don't even want him nice. around all the time. I want him <laughs> to be having fun with me when we're... I'm, like, fine with being with other people or being alone and doing things alone. Why is it, it different if you're home, fun on though? vacation. Yeah, he's fun on mm -hmm. vacation. Well, why? Let I'm me like, ask. Why is it different if um, you stayed home and had fun with each other? And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. I like going out too. I'm just curious, like in your point of view. Yeah, I mean, we stay home and have fun together every single day of the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> I bought, I bought, purchase, I bought mousetrap the second I found out we couldn't leave the house. I was like, let's figure out how Rube Goldberg's work. Like. We are conflicts. Our mm. conflicts are not with each other alone. Like it's mm -hmm. more about like the world the and how we interact yeah. in the world, and what I'm looking for in the people around me is like an overwhelming positivity about me. Mm. I don't really care if you're ne a negative person, <laughs> but about me, I want you to be really positive, and I'll throw that back at you. I'll be very positive about you. I mean, that's a, uh, that's a good philosophy to spread positivity. But in terms of the outdoor, it'll indoor change. Thing, it'll I don't know change that... people's lives. It'll change their lives. If you start if you start being overwhelmingly positive in an honest way, yeah. you really mean it. It'll change someone's life to hear those things every day. I think that is true, but I think that is a little different than um, the your confession. But OK, I have one final question about your confession, because I I wonder if this um, like what? What is your, I guess I'm, I want both of you guys to describe, like, what's your ideal, like, like Friday night, I guess, pre-pandemic? Because I think that you have different okay. versions of what is, like, the, the gold standard. And I think that's why both of you are making sacrifices to meet each other, but then nobody feels like they're really getting the gold standard. Does that make sense? Okay, I think our for our my ideal night, tell me if I'm wrong. I think, I, I think both of us are more or less the same. I think we start off, let's say Friday night, right? Friday okay, we're night. done with everything. We get semi-cute, both of us. We put on, you know, our best jackets. We uh -huh. go out. We get drinks with each other. Then people meet up with us. Uh -huh. 
then we go to some sort of event or theater show or museum or some sort of activity all together. That's super fun. We're having a great time. There's food in there somewhere. Then at the end of the night, we kiss our friends goodbye. We come back home. We smoke a big fat blunt and we watch TV until five o'clock in the morning and we order Taco Bell. I mean, that is literally, I can't imagine you saying a different thing. That sounds nice. Yeah. That's exactly right. Except that, you know, say no to drugs. But other than that, (laughs) absolutely. Like, I don't think that the conflicts are like. I mean, the movies was like definitely like a big one for me. And like theater, being able to go to like shows and shit like that. yeah, that is a thing I can center my night around. And yeah. I don't know. Martin I'm just like a particular like person, a, just like anybody like is, and I just human. get stuck. Like, I think he like, acts like he's a turtle human for like. <laughs> well, sometimes no you make me feel like I'm a turtle human. I feel like, gosh darn, Dana Carvey. I'm like, but, a well, the way you describe sounds like a very, very nice night. I think that it's the. It has a lot of things in it, though, I will say. That's what I noticed. It, like, it's a lot of things, and it seems like not everything's going to have all of it. Like, some nights it might just have one piece. And it seems like you guys both like the middle with all of it. But maybe if you had to cut parts, you might start by cutting different parts. Like, if one of you guys... You like, cut. do you guys always go home together from parties? Or do you ever go, like, I want to stay... Long. You know, with comedy parties, sometimes you're, you have a ton of friends there. It's, it's not a weird thing to leave without your partner at a comedy party. But I found that I used to be like, like oh, I got to stay if they want to stay. And now boundary wise i like to just be like i don't want to be at this thing hey i'll i'm gonna go and it's there's no like, like le- legit right. that should just based on distance like if it's like close enough that i'm like yeah i don't care just leave yeah but if it's really far i'm like well, i'm gonna i'm gonna take two taxis that's insane yeah if it's in like gowanus i'm like and, you no know, you have wherever, to stay for 45 like, more minutes we're not like gonna take two cabs <laughs> well okay well there's one time uh kelsey was doing like a joint birthday party with somebody and uh we no i got springed into doing a joint birthday party i was like uh-huh. i can't even really remember agreeing to it and i definitely did not plan uh-huh so she was a, a casual bystander but then kind of got roped into being like this joint birthday party but we got invited to some like hulu cool industry thing. party uh-huh. thing and there was an open bar and we're like, we're going to stop by there first, and then we'll go to the party. We'll be fine. And we were absolute nobodies at this Hulu thing, so it was, like, so perfect. <laughs> it was wonderful. Like, I was wearing, like, a, mm. my glitter jacket and, like, just a basketball jersey, and they, the person, like, signing me in was like, your name is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. It was great. And we just, you know, open bar. And so by the time we know it, we're like, oh, we should probably get out of here. Uh but I am just so wasted Martin's at that point. Hammered. I am. I that we kind of get nearby. We're taking a, a cab to the to the bar, and, and I'm just like, like Kels, I can't do it. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think you it. should. You can't stand. I was just like, you just get out here. You go in and and tell them I'm sorry. I gotta go. And then so she goes so in. I go. I'm pretty drunk, and everyone's like, "Kelsey, you're so late to your birthday." I'm like, "I didn't plan this." <laughs> and they're like, "Where's they're like, Martin?" Where's Martin? I'm like, "I he's super hammered. He couldn't come." <laughs> and then just driving by is me in the taxi cab with my head out the vomiting. window, just hardcore vomiting, just driving away. And oh and I remember <laughs> the person who like did this party for me was like very frustrated with me, and I was like. I just feel like I've been very honest about what was going on. That see that to me sounds like a night that both of you guys signed off on because like you yes, there was the party thing, but it was like you guys did a thing together that had nothing to do with the other thing. And then at the end you you're like, I'm 
I want to. I need to go to make face at this thing, and then he like couldn't go, and it was fine. Yeah. That scene. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So that's so that's. <laughs> I the would never I have not gone. Of... That would have been so rude of me not to go. Yeah, I felt bad. I, I mean, I, yeah, Martin felt bad not going. I felt going. really bad, but I was, I was like. <laughs> but it wasn't like about sense. you know it wasn't about you and you knew that because he's just spent the whole night with you so it's not like um. Like, you're I not saying, like, he needs to he be there for face. Early. Yeah. I don't care any of those things. I feel <laughs> like I just want him to go and mm. to, like, want to go to things and to want to, to want to live. I want yeah. him to want to live. Martin, do you want to live? Most of the time. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. And I've, I had been trying as I always will and, and will continue to do, but you know, it's just also so weird to be thinking about parties and going out and stuff True. right now. I'm not like thinking it's, about it's like so odd any of me. these like comedy related things. I mean, just like in that life, so you much should just want to live life. I was doing mm. a show damn near every night. Like yeah, that, that I is know. a big portion of yeah. my life that, you know, well, I just... think that this is a good start because you guys have communicated a lot. And obviously, I'm not expecting you to, like, f find the perfect solution now. But hopefully, hopefully There's this no didn't cause more problems. I, I thought I learned a lot because this is the kind of thing where you were you guys actually were able to express your wants and needs. And then not just nobody is nobody was like codependent. And like, all right, I guess whatever you want. Like, I like that there is a conversation because I think that's but healthy. Do you feel like this is like anything new? Um... It's just always good to talk about it. I mean, I feel like we sometimes we'll, it'll kind of culminate and we'll talk like, about it. And this feels like one of the times where we're talking about it and it's not because it has reached a boiling point or a tipping point or something where it's like, now we need to talk about it. Mm. We're just like doing pretty good. And then now we're talking about it in a very comfortable environment and also being able to like joke around. And we've mm. we've. We've discussed it enough that I feel comfortable talking about it publicly, I guess. So, mm -hmm. like, that's something. But I, I have a very cool, very nice boyfriend who treats who me is incredibly he? well, <laughs> incredibly respectfully, who's very nice to me, very supportive of my dreams. That is a dream situation for any person mm -hmm. looking for a significant other. On the other hand, <laughs> me personally, I'm so interesting and fun and deserve an sure. incredible life. I deserve to have fun and meet mm -hmm. new people and interact with just randoms and do things that we didn't know we were going to do this morning. Mm -hmm. Look at what we're doing now. <laughs> I deserve to have that kind of life. I don't feel bad about saying it. I don't mm -hmm. think there's anything negative. I'm not talking about being like a luxury person and spending a lot of money. I don't equate fun and money at all. Like just about doing things. Yeah, and I think that's okay to want that for yourself. And it also feels like a healthy way to ask for it because you're not saying that because he's not giving that to you, he's not enough. Like, you literally started by saying, I love you. And then you're like, well, we'll work on it. Like, it's like the conversation, right? You're like, oh, let me um, teach you how I want to be loved. But while you're learning that language, I'll also learn yours. And also, we already agree that we love each other. So it's not like, if you don't do this, like, you won't get my love. Which I feel like right. sounds silly, yeah. but a lot of people do approach relationships more on that like elementary side where it's like it's one or the other instead of like hey this base is that we love each other and then let's like learn the language and figure it out together I does like that, that feel like that describes your relationship that's kind of what I i'm like seeing that. i feel like i just need to be more like yes man 
Yeah, he's best when he just says yes. I agree. I think I just got to be okay. Jim Carrey. Um, um, I, I think that it's healthy that you guys talk about this. I want to end on a game, like hopefully a, a fun game. Oh my God, this is the end? Bring us together. <laughs> Do you yeah. feel there was more you needed to say? I mean, I feel like it's an ongoing conversation. <laughs> I feel you just... like I didn't say anything good the whole time. No, I feel that you communicated. I like I. What I think is really cool is that you both are able to talk truly about your feelings, even if at times, like from the, like I grew up with a twin sister and we argue all the time. And from the outside, people are like, "You guys are always fighting." That's how we talk. You're always communicating. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you're building and you're you're obviously it's never yeah. like if you if this conversation doesn't go my way, it's over. It's that you're actually trying to sort it out, which I feel is like different than having a fight for a fight's sake. Like you're actually working towards something. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I that, think that's for hopefully neither that of us resonates. are very <laughs> Yeah. Neither of us are very um like fight fighty kind mm. of people. Like, we're not really trying to... I don't think anyone's trying to win anyone over. <laughs> I am, and I'm winning. <laughs> I'm in the lead. You're definitely not. I wanna, <laughs> I, this is the only podcast I'm ever going to read the comments about. I'd be like, what do these people think about our relationship? <laughs> I don't know what I thought we were going to talk about. I, I think that play this a game. is great. It's felt, yeah, it feels very honest. And this yeah. game is built on... Okay, it's called at least at most and it's kind of built on this idea that it's always a conversation and non-binary so hopefully this won't be good for you guys um marilyn monroe once said if you can't love me at my worst then we have that in common but love is more complicated than an instagram affirmation as i'm sure two influencers like you guys with massive followings understand this game is inspired by the nuance of love um because relationships are not binary or they're three-dimensional and they're not zero sum the way we frame ourselves against the world and people in it often subconsciously drive our own experiences through confirmation bias. For example, like if I asked you guys, like, how many times have you said I love you? Um, the connotation would be di very different if you said at least 100 times versus at most 100 times. So in this binary twist of the classic couples, like who's I've been counting. It's 99. <laughs> I refuse to do the 100th or else. <laughs> this is the twist on the classic, like, who's more likely game, you know, like, who's more likely to do this? I'll ask you certain questions oh. and you have to just answer starting with at least or at most and whatever answer you want. At least or at most. Yeah. And we're so answering they, together or separately? Um, I'll, I'll uh, give you guys I'll take turns. So we'll, we'll start with both oh, of you. Turns. Yeah, okay. we'll start okay. with a question for both of you. Um, so whoever wants to answer first. Uh, and they're kind of silly. So for both of you, um, how many followers does the other person have? Um, you can answer Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and we're saying at least or at most. Yeah, like, oh, that's funny. How many do you think Martin has? He has, <laughs> he has at most 10,000 followers. <laughs> okay. At most. Uh, okay, Martin, what about Kelsey? <laughs> Wait, that's just like on has, Instagram or something on Twitter. I don't really know. Whichever uh, you, you can pick. I know she has like like at least like five thousand on. So he said Twitter. at least, and I said at most. Okay, well you're both correct. But also actually, on Rizzle, the app where hopping, <laughs> we have thousands and millions wow, wow, wow. of followers. I, you know like what I love? 000. I love about this is you both got it correctly, but you both answered it a different way. So <laughs> Martin has right now nine thousand three hundred ninety-seven followers. And it dwindles every day. At most at 10,000. Kelsey has 6,013, which at least, like, oh. you guys both got it correct. A one. Um, but, like, do that's the great. listeners think that's reasonable? Don't they think that maybe... <laughs> followers don't matter. It's more just a fun question. Quality, not I quality. can also bleep out the followers' answer if that's weird. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. It's important. Okay, Martin, how many of Kelsey's shows have you been to? 
At least two. <laughs> so many. So many. Okay. I think I would okay. Go to most, Pe- people used to say about us when they would, or people used to say this to me a lot. I don't know if they'd say to, I don't know. But people would get drunk sometimes and they'd be like, yeah, but the thing about like you and Martin is like you guys are like really actually like always at each other's shows, like in a way where it's like, it's because you're just spending time together. And it's like, how do you get that? <laughs> huh. I don't even know what that means. As opposed to what? Not, like not wanting to some yeah some either? people who are in comedy relationships you don't see them at each other's even if shit even ever. if they're in comedy relationships or just like in just not mm-hmm. non-comedy relationships i think there's people go to the big shows and then yeah. not like every single show and we kind of would especially for a while that we just be like hanging out one of our yeah. shows legit like, though yeah, it's let's like do something after kind of thing. we'd be doing shows and then the people would just be like oh hey you're here too you want to do the show and like that would happen to both of us so often that's that's like a perk one time i uh brought my ex to a show and just to watch and then they asked me to go up and they didn't ask him and he got really upset so i stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he was like nice. you tricked me i was like i didn't know this was gonna happen yes <laughs> I love it. Uh, Wait, were you dating? We were dating, but the show was also like uh, specifically like kind of a diverse lineup, and he was a white guy, and it was like, I I mean, I I would have put you up if I was hosting, but I'm not the host, um, and I stopped doing that. But anyways, that was my ex, so it's fine. Uh, Okay, Uh, Kelsey, how many Amazon reviews has Martin written? None. Do you do you do it? At least or at most. At, at least, least not. At least none. So at most one. At most. Have you written any Amazon reviews? I mean, I, I could imagine him doing it, but I feel like he would have talked about it. I have. I have written one. Ah. For a for that this this happy lamp oh. uh, that we have. Because it came with a little card that was like, if you leave a five-star review, we'll give oh. you a $20 Amazon gift card. And I was like, $20 oh, Amazon gift yeah. card? Hell yeah. Okay. So I did a review, so and many... then I emailed, and then I never heard anything back. So, so how I many scams has Martin participated in? <laughs> I'd say at least 10. <laughs> that sounds about 10. right. Probably 10 it's, scams. That's a different question. <laughs> but yeah, we money. got there. Um, yeah, so you're correct again. Uh, okay, Martin, <laughs> how, how many podcasts has Kelsey been a guest on? Ooh. At least, probably a, at least in the twenties. At least in the twenties. Oh my god! Do you have the answer? I don't actually this? have the answer. Yeah, I was just... like, I would love to know. <laughs> does that? But does that sound does right that to you? Does that feel correct? Like, I could. No, I could say maybe like in the thirties. Like, I honestly think it's probably like forty. Like I've mm. done so many podcasts. So then yeah. he's right. He went with that least. Okay. Uh, He's not me... right. He got it in half. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said at least. Uh, minimum. I'm like, I know you've done. Does this podcast like have a tint of feeling sorry for Martin? No. <laughs> I said you that? were right too earlier. Okay. <laughs> I am right. You know what? Okay. Let me end with this one. Kelsey, how many, um, how many pictures do you have of Martin on your phone? Wait, I think it has to be the other way around for it to be a guest. How many pictures how many... does Martin have of you on? on your his phone i mean a better question how many pictures are not of me <laughs> at most five out of at most five is that correct are Martin? not are not of me oh of you so, oh, not so of you. thousands are of me yeah I've, I've, thousands, thousands of photos i have a lot 
a lot of pictures of Kelsey. And also, here's the thing. I'll sometimes just be like, stop, we got to take a picture right now, and then take a picture, and then I'll never post it anywhere. I'll never do anything with it. Because I'm like, it's just for my own memories. Hmm. It's for my own life. Uh, but that's yeah. the kind of thing you you think, like, a year Look, or two years. this is just of his legs. Aww. It's my background. I tried I, to I'm get his big, whole body, but it didn't go. Order, so I condone it, because what happens is then in 10 years, you, you look at all of them, and you want to see everyone. But usually in two or three years, you're like, why do I have all these different sunrise pictures? But. <laughs> you know what I do? And I, I'll suggest this to anyone who um, has been relating to my personality while listening to this. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been and you're like, she sounds awful, this is not something you'd like or do. So go fuck yourself. But if you're like me, here's something you'll probably like. You're with a group of friends. You know, you're all hanging out drinking at someone's house or you're at your mm-hmm. mom's house, whatever. Just take your phone, go to AirPlay, just throw up some of your best memories, mm. and then just start telling people what was happening. It's like forcing people to, to watch your slideshow of your vacation, <laughs> but of your whole life. Wow, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. You just gave me a great idea for um, my next date. Uh, you absolutely can do it. It's so fun. And then the only thing that happens is like after probably like 30, 45 minutes, someone goes, why are we doing this? And then you're like, oh, you're the person we like least. I have definitely gone through my iPhone notes only to my boyfriend, but I'll read him old poems. And uh, it's, yeah, it's because we've run out of things to do. And he's very nice (laughs) and listens to me. And then I listen to him talk about Bitcoin and the stock market. So it's fair. Uh, (laughs) That's very sweet. That's a fair trade. Never heard of fair trade. It sounds like you're both bringing things to the table that are different and interesting. And I appreciate that about your relationship. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. Yes. Oh, did you have another? I have another confession. Okay. I guess I just feel like we could both bring more to our relationship. We could both be more like they have like different things they're talking about. Yeah, I agree. We could both be talking about new, interesting things. That's fair. I, I teach I you think how to get into Bitcoin. Sometimes... Uh, no. I like that. I learned <laughs> I'll something get really from into you. Bitcoin if that's what you want. Uh, I, I definitely think we get bogged down in just the same conversations, especially relating to comedy and, and entertainment and stuff. Um, so we need to break out of that cycle uh, sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah, what, do you, what like is your suggestion things. for breaking mm. the cycle of having the same conversation over and over? Ooh, comedy is interesting because at the same time, it's so nice to have a partner who understands the, like, the sadness of like you know comedy things. But having been in mostly comedy relationships that... <laughs> We're not healthy. And then uh, now... Most of it. your relationships have been with comedians? I mean, I like or most of your comedy relationships. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, this, I would say that's probably my first real healthy relationship in general. But um, unless you count the one with Ariana Grande, because I am her uh, top fan. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think this is actually my, my legitimate advice, which take it or leave it, because once more, I don't have a success rate of dating comedians, is that you at first want that feeling of they get it but at the end of the day i think wanting the partner is more important and so they can't be both your partner and like your cheerleader and manager and like fan you kind of want someone who's like equal as a partner who can tell you if like because sometimes you'll want them to tell you if like oh the script sucks or whatever but if you're only coming to them for like cheerleader advice or making you feel good then you're you'll lose that partnership part but I don't know. I'm not like there are people out there who want criticism. That's insane. That is crazy. Well, I think it's truth, or, truthful yeah. criticism, not like you you're bad, but like oh you're so good. Let me. This is what I think would make it the thing that you want it to be. You know. 
totally. I mean, like, yeah, I want, I want your, I want your eye, Kels. No, that that is like so something that happens. What? Like that you're like, Kelsey. What do you think of this? Yeah, I want your critical eye because I trust your opinion because I think you're really cool and smart and good and funny and that interesting. Well, do you, Kelsey, when you, not critique yourself, but when you edit your own writing, it's not considered that you don't, you're not like, I hate myself or I'm a bad writer when you edit, right? So I feel like that kind of partnership where you're like, what do you think? It's not them being like, hey, tell me I'm great. It's like, they're asking, if you wrote this, how would you, like, how would you self-edit? If that makes sense. But yeah, it is yeah. tricky because feelings, you know, and of course, insecurity is of comedy. So I, I don't know. I've never had a very good I... success rate with that, but. I guess I'm, like, so aware of how quickly I could kill an idea for another person. And I just am very aware that they could do the same for me. Mm. Because if you don't, if someone doesn't see what you see, then, you know, you can pretend like you're really strong and you'll just pull through no matter what. But usually you pretty much just, like, it dies inside of you. Right? Sounds very specific to you, but um, I'm sure you'll. No, does everyone feel that way? Um, a little bit, but you express it in such an interesting way. You come up with just these little tiny ideas, and like there are people like that in my life that I don't. My my mom, who I love for many other reasons, uh, is someone like that. If I even say like, "Hey, this can't be fun," and just to riff, like just to have it out there, immediately she'll find a way to deflate it. And now I realize, oh, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, same thing with like my parents. I mean, I I just don't really, for the longest time, I wouldn't share my work with them. And I'm like, you'll see, you know, you'll see the TV sets. That's, that's Mm. good. You know, I don't need you in my, I don't know, but as, as I've gotten kind of older and like, uh, more mature, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, I, uh, I'm like, okay, I can, I can understand that where they're going to come from. Mm. So, and I find it very valuable to be like, I mean, they're very middle America. So I'm like, I want to, I want that, that taste of what, what, what's the distance between a coastal elite to, uh, you know, the sort of what middle America's wavelengths are at. And I'm like, there's a lot more crossover than I think I gave it credit for when I was growing up and Mm. that I can see more now where I'm like, yeah, you know what? you know what, mom, Criminal Minds is a lot of fun. And it's a network, you know, <laughs> just like a network show has gone on for seasons. And yeah, it's fun. But there are people who make interesting, great things that I like and who like things that I like mm-hmm. that still don't like things that I really like and don't yeah. understand them. Yeah. And that will never stop. Yeah. Ever. Like True. ever, ever. And and I will make things that people like mm-hmm. or don't like and don't understand. And, like, that's okay. And you'll probably make know, stuff so. that you, in your lifetime, change your own taste. So I feel like to hold someone else to that standard. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah. I, I mean, there's things I look back, I'm like, oh, I would have done this differently. But, like, I value someone being in the present more. So I don't think they ha- I think knowing that they accept you whether and letting you make those mistakes is valuable. But... I do get it. It's very hard. I've never been able to um, fully let go of wanting the validation from like a peer, even if we're in a partnership. So it is very tough. Yeah. Um, I just think like overwhelmingly positive environments are the only ones that people enjoy being in. <laughs> and like people can accomplish like tons, but like and then they'll be alone and be like, why do I feel so bad? Hmm. Very true. And it'll always be like that. 
Well, I appreciate your positivity. And I'm really glad you guys um, came on the show. It was so fun to talk to you two. Um, where can people find you guys? Do you guys have anything you want to plug? We live in the East Village. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come over? There's construction oh happening outside our house. So you'll just find it. I have a show every Monday that you, <laughs> Teresa, were just on last yeah, night. And we, it's so every fun. Monday. It's she was really Who funny. 269 with Mark Nirvana. It's a Twitch virtual streaming show uh thanks to the twitch channel planet scum uh every monday it's my game show and i've been doing it for weeks and i have a lot of fun with it and sometimes it gets overwhelming but always the day after i'm just like hell yeah it's awesome i have so much fun doing it it's super fun thanks for doing it it's such yeah. a good show it's so fun to watch you're great and Thank i appreciate you, you. um kelsey Teresa. what about you uh, me, I'm planning on just doing like more fun things with my life. So if you're someone who's like ready to go kayaking or like go to like a very tall building or like maybe urban exploring some like mm. pandemic um, good things to do, then you can find me there. Other than that, I don't think you're going to be able to find me. It's not going to happen. You got to be having more fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, you can follow Kelsey and Martin at Kelsey underscore Kane and at Martin Urbano. Follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me at Larissa Tweet. T on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.